You are listening to episode 56 of the Less Stress, More Fun podcast. Today, we'll be talking about the power of your strengths. You are listening to the Less Stress, More Fun podcast. I'm your host, certified coach Lisa Schwaller. Each week, we talk about how you can rise above the stress of modern living so that you can focus your energy on what matters most. All right, let's get started. Hello, how are you today? Oh, I'm so happy to be sitting here at the mic today. Let me tell you that. Today, we're going to be talking about strengths. And specifically, this is going to be grounded in another framework, the Clifton Strengths, formerly known as Strengths Finder. I love all the strengths because my first coach certification was based entirely on a nine-month deep dive into all the benefits and beauty of every single one of the 34 Clifton strengths. Let me give you an example of strengths at work. I'm sitting here today. I have my layout just so. My fuzzy puppy is here and I'm talking to you, but my mind is hovering above the scene. I have a very strategic domain focus, which we'll of course be talking about. I find that one of the ways that that strength shows up when I sit down to talk is I'm I rarely just kind of jump on and just start talking. There's a lot of preparation that that goes in. I like to be ready to go very strategically. And my podcast process, really, it really reveals my strategic strengths. My first encounter with Clifton Strengths, which was, again, then called Strengths Finder, was finding books that discussed strengths and how to apply them personally, professionally. At that time, I was really mostly interested in how I could show up more intentionally at work and show up doing things that I like to do anyway, while also doing things that I seem to be more naturally good at and bringing my strengths to the table. And of course, getting to appreciate the strengths other people had. I really got into Clifton Strengths. I worked for one organization where they took the management team through the strengths. They asked all the managers to put their top five strengths at their door. Because I was already so interested in this assessment, it was just such a really interesting way to see all of these people. It was a really large company, you know, dozens of them. And how their strengths came to light and how they played together. But what led me to actually get certified in it was a personal event. I was divorced and I had two sons. They were then, I guess, seven and nine. And my nine-year-old and I were just not clicking as it related to his schoolwork. I was very much like, yeah, you have potential. You know, I was at the time very high maximizer. And I would say, you know, if you can get a hundred and there's a five point extra credit, why wouldn't you shoot for a hundred and five? I was very performance motivated, not in a competitive way, because competition is a very low strength for me, but just why wouldn't you want to take every opportunity and put your hat in the ring and do all the assignments and take part in the activities because that was how I was wired. And after getting divorced, I had this moment in the kitchen where I was talking to my son and I was thinking, I, 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 even for all this work in self-study, I don't really understand how 
to interact with people where my strengths don't try to run over their strengths. And quite honestly, it came down to as simple as I just didn't want to lose my son too. So I found a certification. I chose not to get certified through Gallup because at the time what they were offering was the week in the conference room and voila, you're certified. And I wanted something that would be much, much more deep and long-term and would also teach me the art and science of coaching and holding space and and the skill set that is coaching that is a very, very specific and challenging skill set to develop, I think, even though I think I'm also amazing and very natural at it. So so I ended up going with a company, it was then called Strength Strategy, now People Acuity. It was such an amazing experience. That is probably a good point to just pause and talk about what is Clifton Strengths anyway. It's an assessment you take online, and there are 34 strengths themes, and they're sorted into four domains. So I'll just really quickly introduce the domains with the strengths themes that go into them, and then we'll talk about the benefits of learning the strengths themes for you, especially as it pertains to reducing stress and having fun. The first domain is strategic thinking. This domain includes analytical, context, futuristic, ideation, that's like coming up with lots of ideas, input, that's give me all the information, I just love to absorb it, intellection, I like to think of ideas, learner, and then strategic. How is this all going to fit together, that air traffic control? The next domain is relationship building, and this includes adaptability, that's, I guess, being flexible in the moment, connectedness, developer, this would be a person who likes to take a project and develop it to its end state, empathy, which is not really like knowing and matching what people feel. Empathy is that person in the room who really is paying attention to everything. Harmony. Includer, these are the people who are like, hey, we've got to get everybody to go. We might want to make sure everyone feels involved. Individualization, these are people who don't see people as they're this or that. It's every person is evaluated individually. I'm very high in that, actually. Positivity, people who are positivity, their default is to see how is this okay, even in a bad situation. And relater. These are people who like to form those one-on-one relationships. The third domain is influencing, and this is activator. These are the people who get things started and they'll enroll people. Command, people who are very, you know, their leadership style is very, I've got this, let's go. It's very strong. Communication, competition, which is interesting. It's an influencing strength because they're only able to compete if they have people to compete with. They can be really good at influencing people to be competitive. Maximizer, again, that was one of mine. Like if you can get 105, why wouldn't you shoot for 110? (laughs) Self-assurance, strong sense of self-identity and self-confidence. Significance, there are people whose strength it is that they want to be on stage. They want to be noticed. And woo, woo is, as you can imagine, there are people who 
are really, really charming. They bring that word influencing to life. Then the final domain is executing. These are the get it done folks. They're the achievers, arrangers, belief. If somebody is strong in belief, that compels them into action. Consistency, deliberative, discipline, focus, responsibility, and restorative. What restorative means is kind of in opposition to maximizer who wants to optimize everything. Restorative is like, I I got it reassembled. It functions. Let's go. (laughs) They don't optimize or maximize. I would encourage you to take the Clifton Strengths Assessment. You get a report at the end that will talk not only about each one of these strengths, but how your strengths in the top five work together. I don't have the statistic right at right at hand, but it is incredibly rare for people to have the same combination of the top five or top 10 in the order that you have it. Because I'm high in individualization, I'd I don't really love any assessments where it just puts you in one box. I'm like, well, it could be this and maybe like on Sunday. (laughs) I tend to have high individualization, which suits perfectly as a coach because I'm not pulling in a lot of judgment or opinions about what other people do. I'm able to lock into that individual who's sitting across the table or the Zoom call with me. What's so amazing is what I love about Clifton Strengths is everything really is seen as a strength. There are always benefits. They are all part of us. I like that there's 34, so it's a broader spectrum of ways to look at how we do what we do and why we don't do what we don't do. The fact that The chance of me meeting someone who has a similar profile as I do in the same order, expressed the same way, is quite near impossible. It's really exciting being part of the StrengthsFinder communities or the Clifton Strengths communities and having discussions about what they're seeing for coaches who are working with their clients and even just people when they get their assessment and how to make sense of it. It's fun that I have that in my toolkit there are many benefits of learning your strengths themes. And now we're going to shift into how they can help you reduce stress and have more fun. When you know your strengths, you obviously have more self-awareness and that can accelerate your decision making. In the show notes in the resources area, there are links to a few podcasts and of course the assessment, but there's also this podcast that was called Theme Thursday. They would come on every Thursday and they would point out the balcony, you know, where that strength has so much to offer in the basement. Because every strength, when expressed within a range, and we've all experienced this, you know, like that phrase, too much of a good thing. Have you ever done something and you're really, really good at it? It's just not the right time, not the right place, or it's just too strong. And and knowing that about your strengths can help you modulate your decision making. When do I need to dial up my strength and when maybe do I need to dial it down? That is so valuable, and you can totally imagine how that helps you reduce stress. Now, as it comes to work, again, 
Clifton Strengths is used very frequently in work. I actually coached a lot of people in work setting, executives, teams. So much fun to help people appreciate their colleagues. It can help leaders really step into their authentic and most powerful leadership style. It's excellent for team building. It can be interesting as you bring in a new team member. If you're in a culture where Clifton Strengths is something that's used, it can be a very beneficial way to help that person on board. I think it's just like any other marker of getting to know the person in front of you. There's that individualization coming out again and finding out how they can have the best experience possible when they're expressing their strengths at their optimal strength. They're going to be contributing so much more than you even thought possible. At work, when you have a Clifton Strength aware culture, you're probably going to have a more productive, efficient, loyal group of people working for you. Next, romantic relationships. Yes, I think it's so fun. Actually, I was dating someone when I was in my coach certification and he took the Clifton Strengths and it opened up so much conversation. I was really surprised. Again, back to empathy. He rated really high on empathy, which is funny because he was he wasn't a big fan of a lot of people. Like when they were in a room, it wasn't like he's like It'd be like, oh, I had a bad day in a flat tire. He'd be like, well, that sucks. Moving on. Like not what you would think was empathetic, but his ability to read the body language in a room was astounding. In our relationship, we both had that information around our top strengths. It changed the way we communicated. Even now, we're still friends, and I think it's helped us have a very respectful friendship, even though we're no longer dating. A large part of that is because we saw what each other brought and the goodness that was there. So hello, less stress, more fun. Yes, 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 and yes. It was so much fun. Parenting. So I gave you that example of my son. When I really, really went deep with understanding the Clifton strengths for me, and I was able, of course, I was trained in that. So I was able to read my children. It has completely, completely transformed our relationship between the Certification in Clifton Strengths, which gave me the ability to read mine and theirs and how they were interacting. But then with the other coaching, I think I'm probably the happiest parent on the planet. And, you know, quite honestly, I think they're pretty happy to have me too because I don't ask them to be anything that they're not. Oh, look, there's an individualization poking out again. (laughs) All right. As it comes to your health, hobbies, Projects that you undertake, when you understand your Clifton strengths, where your top strengths are, and if you get the full assessment, which I think is well, well worth the extra that you pay for it, when you see where you're low, you don't try to ask yourself to do something the way other people do. You can say, oh, like for me, I'm really high strategic and I tend to be very low in executing on the domains. So like at a very broad brush, which is very strategic of me. I don't ask myself to be something that I'm not. So for example, one of the strengths that I'm low in 
is competition. When there's a competition, I will compete against myself. But when it's like this, like, I'll be better than you, I'm out. (laughs) I'll tap out. I just, I am not competitive that way at all. I'm a high performer and I strive to improve. And now it's not like, should I be? Shouldn't I be? I'm just like, nope, that's so low for me. It's not even worth my attention. When I take on projects, I am very high in learner. So (laughs) the way I manage that, I'm laughing because this was such a profound shift in my life. I, I can't even tell you. I used to learn like, oh, I'm going to take up, I don't know, Mediterranean cooking. I would check out every book on the library, interlibrary loan, every book I could get my hands on and and peruse it all. And by the time, <laughs> I just never got around to the cooking part. I mean, sometimes, but I mean, honestly, for me, knowing that I'm high in learner and high in input and high in in election, I'm very high in these strategic things strengths. When I do research, I set boundaries first. And I've talked about that here on the podcast. If I'm going to investigate a new topic or explore a new hobby, I'll say, all right, find five books, get those five books from the library. And five is enough to know if this is something you want to take on. (laughs) So I am experimenting. I have a a lot on my plate right now, but I've been experimenting with maybe over the winter holiday, dabbling in watercolor. So I requested a couple of books from the library and I was then, and, and I learned enough to say, yeah, I think this is worth buying some paper and a couple of brushes and some paints and, and just seeing where this takes me. But those strengths combined, especially input and election and learner, along with my strategic, I would be constantly researching. So I learned to have fun with it by establishing boundaries. And I just leaned into this is my strength. And I can take responsibility for driving these. Now I'm going to give you your invitation for the week to take this deeper. You are officially invited to take your Clifton Strengths assessment if you haven't, or just even go to the website and read and see if that catches your interest. Even if you don't take the assessment or you don't already have the results, reflect on what you would consider a strength, like what are the qualities of your strengths? What does it look like? You know, we we can describe it, but really dive into what does that mean? What does that really look like for me? How do your strengths amplify the results that you get? And yes, how do your strengths cause friction for you? Like in that example of me with my maximizer, I wasn't trying to encourage my son and be like, you have all the potential in the world. I was crushing him. I was crushing him. He's actually very high in adaptability. And my maximizer was, it, it was just, it was breaking his little heart. So I do not do that anymore. And do you know what? He does just fine without my maximizer. So where are your strengths causing friction for you? Pick one strength, whether it's an official Clifton Strengths strength theme or just something that you identify for yourself. Focus on it for a week. Where did it show up? How did it feel when you were using your strength? What did you notice? That is what I have for you. 
embrace your personal strengths and admire and love the strengths that you see in the people around you because everybody has something beautiful that adds so much value and the special combination there's everyone is such a beautiful valuable worthy combination of these magical strengths and life is a beautiful treasure hunt if you look for them Thanks for listening. If you're enjoying what you're learning, I'd love to have you as a member of the Less Stress, More Fun community on Facebook. Join me there to continue the conversation from the podcast. Plus, you'll get access to things I share only with community members. I'll talk to you next week.